From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 104 for October 2nd, 2016. Welcome back to our returning listeners, and welcome to our new listeners. I'm Susan Spraker. And I'm Rod Gomez. If you would like to contact us, we would love to hear your feedback because we appreciate each and everything you have to say about the show. You can email us at podcastdocton at gmail.com, or you can call or text our listener line at 209-565-3229. And of course, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, all that other good stuff. Instagram as well. I don't know. If you want to create a new social media platform, we'll be on it. Username, (laughs) Podcast Stockton. So we definitely have a great show. For you guys today as we always do i mean look this show rocks right absolutely okay we're good we're glad to be back we've already established that but let's reestablish that but you know always what glad to be back it and it is good listen hockey is around the corner i say I that know. because i'm super excited about it aren't you i love hockey i know you do and we love the stockton heat uh and they are back for year number two which uh, is exciting in and of itself because i mean that was some good hockey last season if you did not go to a single game then i'm sorry but you have to come out this year and, and you have to at least say hi to, to me. I'd love to see you out there and explain to you why Stockton Heat Hockey is amazing. Right. And you made it to at least one game. I did. Yes. It was so, terrific. It was. It was great. It was, yeah. So compared to the Thunder, what, what did you think of the Heat? What did you think of their product? I, I thought it was great. And I'm totally looking forward to, uh, to more of it this year. I'm glad it's right around the corner. I am too. And in light of that, uh, the first preseason game, by the way, is actually next Friday. So oh, that's, wow. that's, that's the first that's preseason soon. game. That is very soon. That is going to be after this show comes out the end of the week. So Friday, October the 7th. Save the date. Save the date. Um, I will be there. And uh, Wait, are you going to be there? I am going to be back. Excellent. I am going to be back. I, I cannot stay away from that arena. That's good news. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so anyways, with that being said, uh, first preseason game next Friday. And they're having a contest because our beloved goal song from the Thunder had to go away because obviously things must change. It right? was their song. It was their song. Right. And so we got one last year. And now the Heat are looking for a new goal song uh, to be presented by their new sponsor. And they're looking for a new one. So you can go on the Heat's website and you can, there's a list of, I'm looking at about eight or nine uh, potential goal songs mm-hmm. for next season, for this coming season. And you, because we are a proactive voting nation, right? Absolutely. Listen, this might be the easier choice between the two that you have to make this totally. year. Totally. And you don't even have to register. You don't have to register. But you can totally get into practice for the next <laughs> election coming up. <laughs> By clicking none of the above. Right. Um, no, <laughs> literally, if you go on to this, onto the website, you can find a place to, to, to click and it'll take you to the, all of the lists. They've actually, what they've done, and it's genius. Brandon, good job, or or even... Uh, if it wasn't you, Brandon, whatever, give credit to whoever's due. Uh, they cut it up so that you can hear Brandon's oh. goal call and a clip it of the song right afterwards. Nice. So you get a, a sense of what you're going to listen to when the goal. Effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you can do that. So are you? Are people? Uh proposing a song or are there five that you get to vote for or how's that work uh so there's nine songs for you to pick from again on the facebook page for the heat you can actually see the videos and the clips and all that other stuff so um please get out there and vote 
Every vote is important. Your vote is, and I think you can vote multiple times. So if oh, you really nice. feel passionate, unlike in the Just election coming up in November, button. yes, click vote, click vote, click vote, click vote. So please Love make it. that happen. And then if your goal song gets picked every time the Heat score, you can say, I did that. All aboard. <laughs> Matt sat down this week with Peter Powers of Positive Perspective Magazine to talk about the same thing that Podcast Stockton does, which is promotes what's wonderful about Stockton, highlights those great things, and uh, promises to be an interesting interview. <laughs> One of the goals of Podcast Stockton has always been to shine a light on the positive stories in Stockton. We're not blind to the negative in our city, but we made the choice to focus most of our storytelling on the positive side of our city. Positive Perspective Stockton Magazine shares that goal, focusing on, just as the name of the publication says, the positive stories in Stockton. Peter Powers, the owner, editor, and driving force behind the magazine, looks for positive stories throughout our city and shares them in his bi-monthly, high-quality print magazine. As a footnote, I was honored when Peter wrote a cover story about me in 2015, and we have since had many conversations about seeing the good in our city. I sat down with Peter recently and started off by asking him why he created Positive Perspective magazine and what it was like to start a print publication. I started Positive Perspective magazine um, well, I'm sure you've heard the term, if it bleeds, it reads. Um, people are naturally inclined uh, to be drawn to negative news. I don't know why that is. It's just an observation of mine. Um, and Stockton, I think, has been battered with uh, negative news. People, uh, even in the Sacramento news stations, I mean, it's murder in Stockton, shooting in Stockton. Every time something negative happens in Stockton, it makes the news, and not just in Stockton, in our surrounding cities. And I remember I lived in Lodi for a very short time, and there were people in Lodi that were actually scared to go to Stockton. And I, I was born and raised here, and I'm still alive. I have all my appendages. And I really wanted to um, start a magazine that would showcase the positive things in our community. I think there's amazing people, um, amazing organizations, churches, um, doing amazing things and instead of focusing on because there are problems that, that are here instead of focusing on the problems let's focus on the solutions and I really believe that we have enough nonprofits, churches organizations and phenomenal people in Stockton to meet all of our needs and solve our social problems here um, I think one of the well, again a problem is that um, a lot of those solutions aren't necessarily highlighted. So somebody will get an idea like, oh, I want to go, you know, feed the homeless under the bridge downtown. And so they go start their own little nonprofit. And now you got nonprofits competing for money. And it, there's already 15 nonprofits doing that. So I want to sh- I want to highlight and showcase the people already doing amazing things in the community so that maybe you or I could say, oh, did you know that they're they're doing this? And now you can go serve and you can go donate and support what already exists. And so... I know that's a roundabout way to answer that, but that's why we started the magazine was to really build bridges, showcase the positive things in our community, showcase the solutions. Uh, truthfully, um, I, I really felt a, a call from God to start this magazine. I felt like there was a need in our community, and so I, I just went all in and did it. 
and it, it was scary at first, but um, I like to operate with no plan B. If you're going to jump into something, jump into it. Do it wholeheartedly. You know, If you have an escape route, then I don't think you're going to succeed. I think you need to be all in with what you do. And so that's what I did. I jumped all in with the magazine. I, I took all of my resources and connections and um, relationships that I had built, and I put it all into this magazine. And it just so happened that at the same time, as starting this magazine, I joined a local BNI chapter, a business network, and they were extremely supportive. Uh, the Stockton Business Partners, um, and and the whole, almost the whole first magazine was funded through businesses at that BNI chapter, and we only started out printing a thousand copies, but. Uh, th there was a hefty price tag because I, I want the best quality. That's another thing is I, I don't want something cheap. I mean, for lack of a better term, I just right. don't want to do something cheap. I want to do it on high quality. Um, I know some people might want to keep these as collector's items and read them later, you know, and I and I want paper that's not going to tear and get, get ripped up. And so, you know, if somebody advertises with us, you know, a year down the road, they could pick up a copy and it's still in good condition. And they know that their advertisement's still in that magazine, so... Um, yeah. Positive Perspective is a faith-based magazine, and although not every article is, Peter and the magazine don't shy away from that fact. Right, and I think that goes along with my life. I mean, I'm involved in the business community, um, but I'm also you know, heavily involved in church ministry. And I think if the church community just stays within the church. They're never going to reach their community. And if you don't, just being honest, if you don't have money from the business community in the church, then the churches aren't going to thrive either. And so I, I think we're supposed to live life outside of our, our own homes and our own comfort zones. And I think that's uh, with the magazine as well is, you know, reaching outside of just one um, congregation or one denomination or one one church. I think we're, we're meant to be citywide. And, you know, I believe in the, the power of the gospel and what it's done for my life. And I want to share those experiences with the whole city, you know, um, and, and being faith-based, too. I think, you know, Penn and Teller? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Penn, Penn's, I think it was Penn. He um, did this thing where he was talking about, um, you know, he was an a open atheist. But he says, I believe in, in people, uh, I think the word's proselytizing, or I don't know how to pronounce that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and he says, if you really believe what you believe, and you believe it wholeheartedly, and you don't tell me, if you believe that, hey, there, there's life beyond this life or whatever, and you don't come tell me, how much do you have to hate me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so he, sa he says, I, I believe in people doing that. Because if you believe what you believe, then you should be sharing that. And if I believe what I believe wholeheartedly, then it's going to come out, I think, in every avenue of my life because um, I truly believe it. I asked Peter if there were any stories that have stuck with him. I mean, yours was one of them. You know, you, you rode your bike down every, <laughs> you say, I'm crazy, you're crazy. <laughs> Ride your bike down every street in Stockton, you know. Uh, I think that's an awesome story. And I think every story that we choose um, is very much hand-selected. I, I, truthfully, I, I pray about every cover story that we do. Um, I don't just uh, pick them out of the blue. And I don't ever let anybody buy our cover story. Uh, hmm. I'll make that clear, too. I want it to be about what's on my heart to tell. And so you can't buy the cover, just so everybody knows. You can buy the back page. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I mean, I want to tell these rich stories, you know. Um, the magazine um, that came out July 1st is 
you know, about um, it's Go Lift Every Church, Quail Lakes Baptist Church. They, they're, take, they're, they're a heavily resourced and funded church, and there's a lot of uh, community churches in Stockton that don't have those kind of resources. So they're taking their resources and going and blessing other churches. So they've done like a facelift on Second Baptist Church. Hmm. Um, they've done a couple other projects, and they're also... Um, donating a playground to Calvary first because we're building a park um, on Kelly Drive. And so they're donating the whole playground. Uh, you know, it saves us, what, 30, 40 grand wow. in, in playground equipment. And, and so those are the kind of stories that I just think are, are rich and need, need to be told. And also people, like you said, you know, the, the stories that really stand out. I, I think like Frank Saldana, um, he, he has a Stockton Dream Center. It was the second uh, cover story that we did. And they take homeless people, prostitutes, um, drug-addicted drug people. They, they help. I don't think you can technically use the term rehabilitate, but they, they take them in. They house them. Um, they teach them how, how to operate in society. They help them get jobs. They help some people get their kids back. They, um, you know, they take them to their court dates. Mm. And, and those kind of stories, you know, what that man's done for this community is an amazing, amazing thing, too. Since he has been sharing stories about people in the community, I asked Peter if he has learned anything about Stockton in the process. I, I think one that would stand out, and it's not that I didn't know it existed, but with the the Stockton Animal Shelter, mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize what improvements have been made. Let me put it that way. Like I know a lot exists, but to really dive in and do the interviews and find out, wow, you know, you guys do that. Or the Stockton animal shelter had a, I believe it was a 35% live release rate a few years back. Now they have 85, almost 90% live release rate. So I think that one really stands out to me. The improvement that's been made over the last few years at the Stockton animal shelter. More than just sharing the stories of other people doing wonderful things in Stockton, Peter gets involved. I asked him about the Kelly Project and Heroes Park. The Kelly Project is really an um, organized effort to improve the quality of life on Kelly Drive. And uh, the catalyst for that is Calvary First Assembly, and the reason um, that me and my wife attend there now and uh, want to serve in that community is I think that place is a huge resource for that community. They already have um, like a clothing and food ministry there. Um, there's activities for the kids, keep them off the streets, you know, out of gangs and drug life. You know, there's youth groups and stuff like that. Uh, kids' church. Um, there's a lot of things at Calvary uh, first that I think that's a good catalyst and starting point to really help that neighborhood. And then, you know, come to find out they, they own this huge lot of land next to the church that's just been sitting there. Mm-hmm. And it's oftentimes used as a storage place for um, construction companies when they're in town. But besides that, it just sits there. And so they, the, I walked around with the pastor, uh, Peter Jalili, and he showed me his dream of having a park there. And I said, hey, let me come alongside you and help that happen. And so... We've already, um, we've already got, like I said, the playground donated uh, from Quail Lakes Baptist, and I think they're partnered with Love Stockton and the City of Stockton mm-hmm. to give us that playground. Um, but so we have the playground donated. We're going to be building a basketball court there. Um, also having 
like shade structures, little barbecue areas there. And so we want to create a place in on Kelly Drive that's uh, for families and community to come, you know, as a whole. And not just come to a park, but also have a place, like I said, for your youth to go, your kids to go, mm-hmm. your, you know, and create a sense of community in that neighborhood. Having been born and raised here, I asked him what life was like growing up in Stockton. Growing up in Stockton was interesting. If I could just be bold and say, um, I was the only white kid in my neighborhood many times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started out in Oakieville, but then we moved, like, to, I started going to school in South Stockton, um, went to Hazleton, went to uh, Montezuma, and then, you know, we kind of moved more north. And then once we we lived on Alpine, I started going to Hoover, I believe it was, Hoover School, but then they started busing. I started busing kids around and stuff like that, and and then we moved, you know, finally moved up to North Stockton. But um, I, I literally fought probably like once a week. Mm-hmm. Just uh, and I'm just being really blunt yeah. and honest with you, but I got in fights all the time, and it was because I was tall, skinny, and white. <laughs> mm. So I don't know if you want to put that on there, but <laughs> it's the truth. That's yeah, and. Um, I learned a lot uh, from that, though, and and I don't regret any of that, and and I don't hold anything against anybody from that. I learned, um, you know, at the time, Rodney King had just happened when I was like in fifth grade or something like Mm. that. And so kids came to school angry, and they had heard their parents probably talking at home, and so I'm walking through school, and I'd get punched in the back of the head, and one time I I got knocked out, and a bunch of kids came around me and started kicking me, and uh, when I woke up, because I actually was out for probably five minutes, I had bruises all over my body. And I realized, though, then that um, that Stockton needed help. I think as a young a, a young kid, I, I didn't hold that against anybody. I realized, man, these you know they need help. And I got into high school, and one of the kids that beat me up, I saw him in high school. And at this time, I'm big, man. I, I'm you know I'm benching. I'm a freshman in high school, but I'm benching 250, 275, wow. something like that, playing sports. And I had the opportunity to just whoop on this kid, you know, like I remember you, you know. <laughs> And, and I didn't, and my heart actually sank, and I said, man, I, I wonder, you know, I, I wonder how he grew up, or I wonder what his home environment was like, you know, to be able to take out anger on somebody like that, and, and so I've always had, um, those experiences have always had, helped me have a heart for Stockton, and especially a heart for kids, because kids will mimic the parents, Yeah. you know, um, they'll mimic what happens in their home life, and so we've done a lot of ministry since then, and I know I'm going a little off topic here, but we did a little ministry since then in in South Stockton and especially to apartments behind Kmart there on Mariposa. Mm-hmm. We used to do kind of a sidewalk Sunday school for three and a half years. Wow. And a lot I relate to a lot of those kids because those are the kids I, I went to school with. And I see kids getting bullied, and that was me, the kid getting bullied, you know. And so I, I really just have a heart for our community. And I think a lot of it's, like I said, the home life, a lot of it's education. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, a lot of it's uh, fatherlessness. You know, kids not having male role models to look up mm. to growing yeah. up, stuff like that. So yeah. um, I, I was growing up, I was just an observer. Let's put it that way. I, um, I would kind of stay. I didn't want to be noticed. Let me put it that way, because yeah. if I got noticed, I might get in a fight. <laughs> hard, hard not to hard to not notice you given how tall you are. <laughs> right. Right. But, that, that you know, so I just wanted to kind of stay to myself and, and not really get into anything because I didn't want to end up, like I said, in a fight or get yeah. beat up or something like that. That was a lot of my childhood there. Yeah. <laughs> How do you describe Stockton now to, to people that aren't from here? 
I th- I think Stockton is a place of opportunity. Um, I think there's a lot that can be done here. Um, just like, you know, we have things going on downtown. Um, you know, you have the stock market coming up. You have Ten Space doing some re- revitalization downtown. Um, you have a lot of like the brick and mortar and you know little places popping up art shows and so i think we're really growing our culture right now Uh, i don't know how else to say that but we're kind of like it's kind of exciting there's a lot of excitement in the air you can see it on social media you can see it on you know um you can see it even in the newspaper you know Um, we have a lot of things going on right now and i think that stockton um, I definitely don't think it's as bad as people say it is. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's an echo lots of people in Stockton end up saying. Right. But right. then again, I think we can be our, our own worst critic, right? Right. Where people inside the city, um, I think it's a, it's a national pastime in the city to complain about Stockton. Right. Well, you know, that's one thing about growing up. So when I became like 17, 18 years old, I actually took pride in how hard for lack of a better term I was or, or my my homies were at the time I mean we you wouldn't know it now but I used to run the streets and I even mm. got into selling drugs and a bunch of stuff I never should have even yeah. uh, dabbled in but we took pride in how hard our city was you know what I mean like don't don't come mess around in Stockton yeah. you'll get whooped on and I just think that's an ignorant mentality you're creating an environment for people that's number one not safe mm-hmm. you know you're not going to have investors and people come to a town that's tearing itself apart and so become becoming a man and becoming responsible um, you have to let those childish ways go you know and you start mm-hmm. thinking about other things I think about my wife I think about my future I think about you know when we have children and those sort of things and I want to create a city um, which I think we're getting there uh, I'm a place where I would be proud to raise my children. You've been listening to Hot Feet by Martin Ross. Find out more about Martin by visiting his Facebook page, facebook.com slash martinrossmusic, or visiting his website at martinrossmusic.com. Besides Peter's work with Positive Perspective Magazine and the work he does in the community, he is also involved with Digital Sign Network. Yeah, so Digital Sign Network is um, a company that I'm partnered with. Uh, we provide billboard advertisements in the city of Stockton um, and Modesto and soon to be Oakdale. And actually, we just had one built in Merced as well. We um, offer, obviously, digital signs, which are um, LED billboards that have rotating ads. The spots are eight seconds long. So you have your ad on there for eight seconds, and another ad comes on. And, like and, the big one on 99. Yeah, the I big see. one on 99, which is a 40-foot full billboard. And you pay by how frequently you want to be on there. So you can be on there every minute, every two minutes, or every three minutes. And the cool thing about the digital signs is you can actually have multiple slides. So, like, let's say you pay for, hey, I want my ad up there every minute. Well, every minute, up to five slides, you could have a different slide up there every time your ad comes up. So you Mm -hmm. could have a different ad going. 
Um, so you could have ongoing messages or let's say you have five different products you want to promote. Uh, you don't have to pay for five different billboards. You pay for that one billboard and you can have the different slides come up, which I think is really cool. Um, you can also do like a cheaper package, like you do the middle package every two minutes, but then you say, hey, I want to be every two minutes on both sides. And so you're still paying less than you would for a traditional billboard or or possibly equal to a traditional billboard. But now you're on both sides instead of just one side of the billboard and ads can be changed, too. So let's say you're having a sale coming up and the sale starting tomorrow and you're a last minute type person and you're like, oh, we want to launch this tomorrow. Well, get me the slide. I'll have it up within an hour. We send wow. it to our guy. He uploads it via Wi-Fi and that thing's on the board. Wow. And so it's really versatile. And um, the production costs are a lot lower too. To get, I mean, you know, you got to either do your own graphics or pay our graphics guy. But once you have your artwork, um, it's only a hundred bucks to get it on the board, opposed to printing the vinyl and all that mm. kind of stuff. Yeah. So it, it's a really advantageous way for people to advertise. And we're um, going to be putting one in the Stockton airport inside the airport which is going to be able to facilitate video as well mm-hmm. so it won't have audio but it will be able to play video so we'll be able to play uh you know visual commercials mm-hmm. moving ads and stuff yeah. like that which will be really cool and you can kind of tag team it because we have one outside the, the airport mm-hmm. so like let's say you're a local hotel or something like that or even in vegas because you know we have flights to vegas so mm-hmm. it'd be perfect for like a casino in vegas as you're driving to the airport, you see the ad. Then you go in the airport, you see the ad again. Um, so it, it's really a, a cool way to advertise. And then, like I said, you could have multiple ads running. And then we also just bought out a company that was called Primero. And it's uh, roughly 160 junior billboards in Stockton. So we're saturated basically from um, Harding South in Stockton. We have about 160 faces. We have a couple stragglers on the north Those side di- of Stockton. All digital? These are not digital. These okay. are static. Sorry. Yeah, these are static uh, billboards. So mm-hmm. we only have about four or five digital ones right now. And then we have um, the hundred, roughly 160 static junior boards. Is there anybody else doing digital boards in Stockton? I haven't seen, except for the airport and the one on 99. Yeah, seen. Uh, I believe out front is. Uh, don't quote me on that, but uh, I think it's out front that has a couple of them. Um, they have one in Lathrop, and then they have one on 99, actually about a quarter mile from ours. Hmm. But besides that, I think we're it. Hmm. And um, we definitely plan to build more. I asked Peter what he likes to do when he's not producing a magazine. Honestly, I I like to spend that time with my wife. You know, um, one of the things I never, and I know you're asking about activities in Stockton, but I I never want to neglect my family. And so I don't ever want to let work take the place of my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I try to spend those times, you know, with, with my wife and then we'll go over. My parents live here in town. I have a brother here in town. So a couple weekends ago, we went out and watched my brother play softball and then we finally made it out to one of my dad's softball games. You know, actually, I think my brother plays hardball, but, you know, so we try to spend that time with our family and there's um, tons of wonderful places to do that here in Stockton. I think Stockton, in my opinion, has the best restaurants in the nation. I've been all over and the food that we have here is just amazing. So we like to go out to eat. You know, we like to en- en- enjoy that. And um, do, you, do you have a favorite restaurant? 
A little yes. bit of pressure there. No, yes, I do, actually. And it's a small Mexican restaurant. I'm trying to think of how to tell you where the location is. It's it's Carolina Taqueria, or however you pronounce it. Mm. And it's um, right by Da Vinci's on March and, and Pershing. Mm. There's a Da Vinci's back in that shopping center. There's a Renaissance Center in there yeah. and stuff like that. And there's a little Mexican restaurant in there. I just love that place. Wow. And I, I love it because I love uh, personalization. Like, I walk in, I don't even have to order. They recognize yeah. me, they start making it. And I love that kind of service. Yeah. Um, it, Wells Fargo used to be like that. It, it, you know, they changed hands a little bit with the people running the counters there. So it's not that way anymore. But I used to walk in and they go, hey, Peter, how you doing? Yeah. And that's, I think, one thing I like about Stockton. We're a city, absolutely, but we still have a small town feel to us. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that. Yeah, good. Yeah, definitely. Actually, I've not, I've not eaten at that restaurant. I'm not sure if I've ever even seen it, but I know, yeah. the, I know right where you're talking about. Just haven't looked back there. Yeah, it's definitely hidden, but it's, see, my offices used to be right there. And oh, yeah. I actually live down the street now. I, I kind of frequent that neighborhood for some reason now. I don't know why, but well, we've lived in that neighborhood for almost, three four years yeah. and um so i just walk over to the restaurant grab lunch sometimes yeah i asked peter how people can get his magazine you can subscribe it's twenty dollars for the year um we print six issues every year and it will get delivered to your home or business, whatever you choose. You can go on, um, the easiest address to get there is StocktonMag.com, so StocktonMag.com. And you just go to the drop-down menus there, and there will be a tab that will say subscribe, and um, or it, I think it says subscribe slash partner. And, um, yeah, it's 20 bucks for the year. You can do it right there through PayPal or with your debit card. Or you could uh, mail a check, Um and the address uh, is on the website, or you can call us, and I can take payment over the phone and make sure it gets mailed out to you. Uh, with that being said, though, the magazine is free, and I know that's kind of taking money out of my own pocket to have a free magazine and then charge subscriptions, but the subscriptions are really for people that say, hey, man, I want to put 20 bucks towards this. I really want to support yeah. what you're doing. It does cost a lot to print, and you know, we were talking before we got on uh, recording here. You know, I've lost money on some issues you know, yeah. because it takes money to print a high quality magazine like this. And so you're not getting rich doing this. I'm not getting rich. No, (laughs) no, but it's free for the community because I want people to read the positive messages. That's why it's free. Um, you know, there may be somebody that comes into town that, that stops at the gas station and hey there's a copy of it on the counter you know i have drop off spots uh, I, I try to drop them off at every starbucks in town mm-hmm. um and i don't want to give you the whole list of places but we leave them you know all up and down wilson way west lane hammer lane pacific avenue charter way mm-hmm. i have a, a runner that goes out and just drops them at all the smog shops and tire shops and stuff yeah. like that so they definitely get out there um uop both the hospitals um mm-hmm. so you can find them around town but uh, subscribing definitely helps us. And there's also a partner, um, a little spot there on that subscribe page. And so for 25 bucks a month, somebody can partner with us. And so it's just a mention on our partners page. It's called Positive Partners. And it'll just have a photo that you want and your name or business on there. And some people choose not to even be on there. They just want to support silently. And that's fine too. Um, just put that in the notes when you sign up. 
and you know we um we also do a huge online blast and you can always I, I think we still have a link on our website where you can give us your email um, if not you can just email me with your email and be on our email list we send out a blast to like 9,500 people mm-hmm. um, with the magazine cover right there they can click on it and they can read the online version so we the online version is identical to the printed version yeah. um, there's no changes to it it's it's identical and that's another way for people to receive the content and many times I've even went personally to drop a magazine off and somebody's like hey man I already saw it online <laughs> nice. you know um, and when you were on the cover we actually printed a thousand copies that was it and then we doubled to 2,000 hard copies now Um, and and that's where we're at right now is 2,000 hard copies but we reach definitely a lot more than that a lot more than that with online and then we use Facebook and Instagram and whatever social media we can to get it out there so we estimate a realistic number and this is probably low but we estimate we have about 6,000 solid readers Peter puts a lot of work into each edition of his magazine and has an array of local writers that add regular content. I asked him what he hopes for when someone picks up a copy of Positive Perspective Stockton. I'm hoping that uh, people are inspired. I I hope that they're inspired by the other amazing people in our community because I I truly believe that we have amazing, beautiful, talented, smart, and um, productive people within our community. And that's what we try to focus on with our stories. Um, And so I'm hoping people are inspired by that. I hope people go and team up with these organizations, donate their time, donate their money, um, support something monetarily. I mean, go out and be the change that you want to see. And as I wrote in our May edition of the magazine, you know, you can be a, you know, you can be a, a bridge builder, you know, or you can be tearing down relationships, you know, something along that line. But, you know, the words you speak, they either give life or death. And so I'd really like to see people out there partnering with one another. I really do feel we have enough nonprofits and enough organizations in our community to meet all of the needs in our community. And so I think we need to go and support and strengthen the ones that already exist. And so I really want people to be inspired. Um, I believe we're all created for greatness. Peter Powers is clearly driven by his faith and his desire to help build a positive community. He enjoys telling positive stories about Stockton. He and I definitely have that in common. I always look forward to reading his magazine. If you enjoy positive stories about our city, and I'm guessing you do, I would encourage you to grab one when you see it throughout Stockton and share it with your friends and family. They have temporarily stopped subscriptions while they are working on some great new stuff but you can always get it free around town or online at StocktonMag.com. Since we sat down and recorded this interview, Heroes Park, part of the Kelly Project, has broken ground. I grew up just a block from that empty lot and live very near there today. I am thrilled to see the progress on this lot, which is owned by the Calvary First Church, as it is transformed from an empty lot near 100,000 square feet into a space where families will be able to go enjoy the basketball court and playground and provide the neighborhood with a great sense of community. If you'd like to make a donation to help Heroes Park, contact Peter at positiveprstockton at gmail.com or send a check payable to The Kelly Project to 8407 Kelly Drive, Stockton, California, 95209. Thank you, Peter, for joining me on the show.
I appreciate all that you do in the community and all that you do to help shed a positive light on Stockton. Thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. We want to thank Peter Powers of Positive Perspective Stockton for joining us today. You can find out more about him and his magazine by visiting the website. It's PositivePRmedia.com. Of course, you can always find them on Facebook at Positive PR Stockton. The song you heard on today's show was called Hot Feet by Martin Ross. You can find out more about Martin by visiting his Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Martin Ross Music or head to his website, martinrossmusic.com. We'd love to hear your feedback. Call us on our listener line at 565-3229. Email us at podcaststockton at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Username, Podcast Stockton. For all the links from today's show, visit podcaststockton.com. Podcast Stockton is Rod Gomez, Matt Beckwith, Greg Barr, Manuel Montez, and Susan Spraker. In two weeks, we'll be back with a new episode. Until next time, make it great, Stockton.